You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello, welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave. We are the football dudes, and holy smokes, Dave, we're back. Are you ready, bro? Oh, man, I am getting there, buddy. I'll tell you what. No Fully hydrated, all. got all those reps in, ready for the regular season. <laughs> Woo, can't wait for it to get going, man. Oh, man, it is going to be great. And now all 32 teams are at training camp. We got the Raiders and the Jags to kick off Hall of Fame weekend next week. So we're going to give you a quick run through of all 32. Dave, are you ready to go through 32 teams, bro? Dude, it's going to be a challenge. But let's knock this thing out. I don't need you pulling a hammy like 28 teams in. I need <laughs> full stretch, bro. <laughs> I'm all loosened up. I'm ready to go. Okay, let's go ahead and start it in the AFC South with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They finished 3-14 and 14 last year. But, Dave, there is some optimism. Yeah, no doubt. And it centers around uh, the new head coach, uh, Doug Peterson, getting in there and uh, looking for that second-year leap out of Lawrence, the quarterback. Last year, frustrating for this uh his, the start of his career. They're adding some pieces. Christian Kirk comes in at receiver. They beef up that um, O-line with Scherf and uh, Robinson coming in as free agent acquisitions. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they addressed that in the draft, bringing in Trayvon Walker and then jumping back in the back of that first round and getting Devin Lloyd. A lot of things pointing in the right direction here. Yeah, and dude, they're getting Travis Etienne back. He's going to be a big yeah. part of that offense moving forward. So, uh, Hopefully, uh, Jacksonville can uh, add to that win total, just not against my Cowboys. All right, Dave, picking up the uh, slack. <laughs> oh, my Chargers. <laughs> in the AFC South, where the Texans, they went 4-13, and 13, uh, but a whole new look for these Texans, too. Yeah, and the, this is like the, similar to the last team, really. When you look at it, it a lot of it result, revolves around Davis Mills, uh, you know, productivity and yeah. is he the guy because they're going to get their answer unless they add somebody at quarterback they're going to get their answer this year uh is he the guy and then on defense bringing in Derek Stingley uh at the top of that draft there early and then getting Kenyon Green on the offensive line unfortunately they brought in Mechie but he's uh, got leukemia so that's going to be a long-term project hopefully he's good to go for the long term yeah, and they bring over Marlon Mack from the Colts. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off with those guys. And Brandon Cooks, dude, suddenly had a great fantasy season That's last true. year. We'll see if it translates uh, to reality moving forward um, for these Texans. All right, Dave, next up, it's the Indianapolis Colts. And what every team in this division has got a new look. But, dude, I think this team could be a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Yeah, nine and eight last year, missed the playoffs by essing the bed. They could have won either of the last two games and made it into the playoffs. Uh, and they really, really spiraled out of control, uh, ended the season horribly. Change up at quarterback, it's Matt Ryan. And they're excited as can be about bringing Matt Ryan in there and the professionalism that he's bringing to that quarterback position. So we'll see if that's the key to getting this team to the next level. Obviously very close. Also bringing in on the defensive side, Yannick Ngakwe. And then I yeah. like the draft uh, acquisition, Alec Pierce. He's a sleeper at receiver, but he's got a big body and he could be a big player maker for them yeah and they bring over stefan gilmore too to help that secondary dude and jonathan taylor man uh had a great year last year hopefully he can continue that and michael pittman a stud at receiver there um all looking to improve with maddie ice there okay dave one left one last team 
in the AFC South, the number one seed in the AFC playoff last year. That's the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, going 12 and 5 last year. And they obviously had some switcher up at the receiver position, trading away uh, A.J. Brown uh, and then acquiring Robert Woods. Uh, they're looking for him to uh, sort of be that veteran presence to su- uh, supplement there. And then drafting Traylon Burks, the body type yeah. of A.J. Brown, uh, they're bringing in too. Uh, the sleeper at quarterback, long-term project, Malik Willis, also acquired. But this is still Taney Hill's team uh, at this point in time. And obviously, this has been a team that's been right in the playoff mix the last handful of years. Let's see if they can continue and then maybe obviously progress in the playoffs rather than um, spiral out. Yeah, Derrick Henry's getting a bunch of carries the last few years. Missed uh, a handful of games last year with the injury. See if that makes him a little fresh going into this season. Um, But, man, it's going to be tough sledding to see if the Titans can be that number one seed in AFC again. Dave, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, in the AFC South, it's pretty wide open for them to at least take a stranglehold on that and acquire a playoff position. All right, let's go ahead and move it to the AFC North. Up first, the Baltimore Ravens. They went 8-9 and nine last year. Could have been a lot better, but, you know, Harbaugh's a gambling man, and uh, he lost a lot of those bets late in the season. Yeah, and they had a ton of injuries last year. We got to, I mean, right early on, losing all their running backs, and it just didn't stop there. It just kept going and going. But I like what they did uh, in the draft, in particular, getting Kyle Hamilton. They always play it smart in the draft, it seems like. And then with the pick that they got, uh, getting uh, um, uh, Tyler Lindenbaum, Linderbaum to play center, that looks like a, a real long-term solution there, bringing in Calais Campbell. Um, as well, or, you know, keeping Clayus Campbell there on the, on the, on the squad. So the, uh, trade away though, to get that, um, first rounder for Linderbaum was Marquise Brown. So we'll see with his departure, what kind of productivity they can get out of the receiving group. Yeah. And by the time this show comes out, will Lamar have signed a new contract? Who knows? Um, you know, uh, Huntley was pretty good in his absence, not enough to get them over the top. But, uh, man, they're really needing Duvernay Bateman to step up now that Hollywood's out of there. Don't yeah. forget about Mark Andrews, uh, one of the most dynamic playmaking tight ends in the league. Yeah, seems to be unstoppable uh, oftentimes. All right. Up next, we have the 8-9 Cleveland Browns and a major shakeup uh, with the Brownies, too, dude. Yeah, this might be one of the more hated teams in the NFL with the acquisition of Deshaun Watson at quarterback. We'll see um, in the near future what kind of suspension, if any, uh, he has to serve uh, in the interim. Uh, it will be Jacoby Brissett uh, running the show there. They've made that clear. They brought in Amari Cooper in the offseason uh, and. Uh, he's, you know, going to give them that veteran presence at wide receiver. This is a loaded football team, obviously, uh, running the football, good offensive line, strong defense, especially that, that front. Um, so this is a team that could make a lot of noise if they can get through that stretch of time where Deshaun Watson isn't playing for him. Yeah, dude, I want to hate these Browns, but they keep drafting my Sooners, though. Um, Ooh, but yeah. just so much turmoil with this squad, it's going to, um, until we find out what's happening with Watson, it's hard to predict what is going to happen with these Browns. Yep. Another team, dude, that in this division that's got a complete new look, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They went 9-7 and seven last year, Dave, but no Big Ben. No Big year. Ben. That's the, I mean, you can't go anywhere with this the, the offseason projection without saying, 
what's going to happen at this quarterback position. Is it going to be Mitch Trubisky? Is it going to be uh, Kenny Pickett? Does Mason Rudolph, the dark horse out of nowhere, who's been on the squad, obviously, uh, does he have even a prayer? I like what they did bringing in George Pickens. He's another big body receiver um, in this draft that it may end up being a long-term acquisition. They seem to always find receivers there in Pittsburgh. So we'll see uh, how he can, uh, you know, make up for the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster, although Juju kind of was out most of last year anyways. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Washington goes to my Cowboys too. Um, Deontay Johnson, he wants a new contract. Dave, and don't get forget about my guy Patrick, John, Henry, Aquamanius, Firemoot, looking to be... <laughs> Uh, a playmaker for um, Troops or whoever the hell is back there. And you know that the Steelers are going to play good defense. And run the football. Let's not forget, in terms of fantasy, Najee Harris was killing it last year. You know that. Oh, my God, dude. He took, like, almost every single rep that was available there. Let's see if he can keep that pace up. All right, Dave. Up next in the division, the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals, bro. Wow. Bengals, 10-7 and seven on the season, but man, did they do it in the playoffs and getting all the way to the Super Bowl, perhaps overachieving. Uh, they had at issue, obviously, an offensive line, how many times uh, they were sacked, uh, so even in the playoffs, nine times against the Titans and somehow pull Oof. out that win. They really do a lot to build that line with Lyle Collins and uh, Alex Kappa coming in, Ted Karras at the center position. And then having some issues on the backside of that defense, uh, getting all their guys signed. Uh, but they did draft a handful of defensive players, starting off with safety Daxton Hill. Yeah, um, just Bates is none too happy right now. He wants to get paid. And they yeah. brought over Trey Hendrickson last year up front, worth every penny there. Yeah. Um, and they're bringing over Hayden Hurst. They lose C.J. Uzoma. So uh, see if Hayden Hurst can fit in there. But one of the most dynamic trio of receivers in oh. the entire league, man. Weapons aplenty. Uh, let's see what happens to these Bengals now that there's expectation heaped on them. No doubt. That receiving group, arguably the best in the league. Oh, and those white helmets looking completely dope. So good. <laughs> All right, Dave, let's move it out east. Start with the New York Jets. They were 4-13 last year. And Dave, uh, uh, he's not banging moms. He's throwing bombs. Yeah, and... And again, this is another team we're looking at the quarterback in most mostly here as what's going to happen with Zach Wilson. Will he take that step forward? He struggled, uh, showed some flashes here and there, especially towards the end of the season, but uh, overall had a pretty difficult time as a rookie. They bring in tight end CJ Uzoma, so that might help. Um, we'll see if uh, if they can get it done. Also, I like their draft the last two seasons quite a bit. This one bringing in um, Sauce Gardner and wide receiver Garrett Wilson. I think both are going to be huge, huge additions to this football team. Getting back in the first round, getting a pass rusher in Jermaine Johnson, and then running back Brees Hill to add uh, to that running back room, which I think is going to be um, is going to be a lot of talent there. Can they just put it together? Yeah, you know, Michael Carter is pretty good. Brees Hall, dude, at Iowa State ran all over my Sooners. And don't forget, Sala brings over Tevin Coleman, who's battled some injuries but was very effective when healthy uh, when he was with the 49ers. So um, yeah. the three-headed monster back there. And uh, I love this draft too, man. It's exciting for Jet fan, but the season hasn't started yet. And that's usually it's the most exciting, exciting <laughs> yeah. for Jet fan. We won the offseason. <laughs> All right, dude. Speaking of winning the offseason, how about these Dolphins? They were 9-8 and eight last year, but uh, plenty of pressure on Tua. It's time for Tua to make Tua yeah. time. 
and they bring in Mike McDaniel, who's an offensive guru uh, over there from the Niners. And How can he be expect- a guru, dude? He's like 14. <laughs> he looks like, yeah. He look, doesn't look the part necessarily, but I'm starting to buy into this, Casey. Uh, obviously, they've loaded up in terms of weaponry, bringing in uh, the, the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill. Um, they've got Sony Michelle. They've got a ton of talent. They brought in Teron Armstead to, to beef up that offensive line as well. Um, but, you know, this is all, it's really all of it's all on Tua. And can Mike McDaniel, as a rookie head coach, uh, steer the ship and get Tua pl- playing the ball and distributing it uh, to all these guys? Waddle, uh, Jacecki, there's just so much talent oozing out of this team on the offensive side of the football um, and on the defensive side, a very strong team, too. Yeah, no, forget about Sed Wilson. They stole him from my Cowboys. This yep. guy is a threat to throw the ball and finally came into uh, his own last year for the Cowboys. I expect him to make some uh, good contributions there. And don't forget about Mike Gusecki, the tight end there, yep. man. He's got um, down the field uh, availability as well. All right, Dave, it's time. New England Patriots. They went 10-7. This was a playoff team last year. So, uh, you know, maybe the uh, the handcuffs are off of uh, Mac there. He's got expectation up East as well. Yeah. And they, uh, they bring in Devante Parker receiver, uh, re-signed James White, uh, the receiver out of the, you know, running back receiver out of the backfield. The um, it's obviously another focus on the quarterback, you know, Mac Jones played very well in his first season. Now we don't know who's calling the plays because that was a different offensive <laughs> coordinator who's all gone. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be Patricia, but we shall see. It's a mystery. Um, but I thought Mac Jones did play well, uh, certainly uh, through his, you know, through his uh, rookie campaign. They brought in a strange draft pick in Cole Strange um, in the in the first round, as well as Tyquan Thornton, the speedster at wide receiver. They have had trouble drafting receivers. Let's see if they hit on this one. Yeah, dude, the one-two punch at running back, Damian Harrison, Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson got in uh, the hoodies doghouse early on but was really starting to hit his stride late in the season. So, And plus, they brought in last year Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Didn't really get the ROI they were hoping for out of those two dudes. If they're Mm -hmm. both healthy, this offense could be a little more dynamic than it was last year. Yeah. Speaking of dynamic offenses, man, the Buffalo Bills, 11-6 last year, probably – Maybe the best team in the NFL. They did not make it to the Super Bowl, though. This year, Super Bowl or bust for the Bills Mafia. Yeah, wow. And they're everybody's Super Bowl favorite at this point in time, I think, especially the way it got stolen away from them with 13 seconds left uh, in that Chiefs game in the playoffs there. Uh, They lose Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, but they bring in Jamison Crowder, arguably an upgrade uh, there, as well as bringing in O.J. Howard and then signing on the defensive side, uh, Von Miller, a big money contract. Let's see what he's got left. I liked a lot this cornerback that they took in the first round. Kair Elam looks to make an impact right away um, while they wait for uh, their their secondary guys to get healthier. Right. And then um, obviously uh, you've got James Cook brother of Calvin Cook. And I think there's something electric about this guy, a little bit smaller in body, but boy, does he bring it. Yeah. And they brought in uh, Duke Johnson to add a little veteran leadership to that backfield as well. And don't forget, dude, Gabriel Davis against those Chiefs had one of the most prolific scoring games of all time. If that's where he's going this year, you want to snatch him up in any uh fantasy drafts that you can get your grubby little paws on him, man. This is an exciting team, man. Uh, Great expectations on them, though. All right, Dave, let's move it to maybe the the 
best division in football on paper. Tons of stuff going on here. It's the AFC West. Let's start in the basement with the 7-10 and 10 Denver Broncos. But, Dave, this isn't your daddy's Drew Luck Broncos. <laughs> That's right. They had, this is a quarterback, you know, that they've been waiting for. for. They've gone through whatever it is, 10 quarterbacks since Peyton Manning was there, and they won that Super Bowl, even though he was on the decline. Russell Wilson is – arguably still in his prime at 33 years old. They bring back Melvin Gordon um, and they bring in on the defensive side, Randy Gregory to add up, uh, add to the pressure uh, package there um, with Chubb. So it's going to be, they're very, very talented uh, at the running back position uh, and also loaded at the receiver position. This is just plug a quarterback in is what we've been saying for a handful of years now. They've got that now. Losing Vic Fangio on defense, we'll see how much that hurts them because their defense was a strong point last year, and it still looks to be a strong point. Yeah, dude, uh, Randy Gregory starting this, uh, maybe not the regular season. He's on pup now with that shoulder. I'm mm-hmm. wondering uh, if it's worse than they're letting on. We're going to find out. Pat Sertan worth every bit of that uh, top cool. 10 pick last year. And yeah. dude, Javante Williams, this guy is ready to run over all of those other defenses in the AFC West. So, um, yeah, lots of expectation for these Broncos, man. It will be fun to see if Russ can let it cook up there <laughs> mile high, see if he needs to tweak the uh, the the stove a little bit with that high altitude. <laughs> All right, Dave, speaking of a team with a ton of expectations, our yeah. Los Angeles Chargers, they finished 9-8 and eight last year just outside of the playoffs. Yeah, and it's second year of Brandon Staley. Uh, he's taken a lot of criticism for his aggressive nature, but uh, third year for quarterback Justin Herbert, second year in a row under the same offense, which is something we haven't seen for a while for Herbert. Um, they've loaded it up, bringing back Mike Williams to join with Keenan Allen again. And of course, uh, bringing in Gerald Everett uh, to play, uh, to hopefully get more dynamic play out of the tight end position. Um, I, I really like what they did here in the draft as well, getting Zion Johnson. They remade the offensive line last year, but it was still missing some parts. Zion Johnson looks to drop into that guard position. And um, I like the acquisition of uh, running back Isaiah Spiller. They're still looking for somebody to take some of those big hits off of Aston Eckler to make Eckler yeah. that more dynamic, uh, less used uh, weapon. But this team has got tons of tons of talent bringing in on the uh defensive side, Camille Mack and J- Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson to really fit the scheme of Brandon Staley, which was the weak spot of this team last year, uh, the secondary and the defensive uh, line, really. Yeah, you might take a late fantasy flyer on Josh Palmer. Came up big when he had opportunities yeah. put towards him there, and hopefully they can uh, get the contract work out with Derwin James, one of the most dynamic uh Playmaking safeties back there, win healthy is a big part of what the Chargers want to do. Got to get Derwin in. That's just a mandatory. Cannot yeah. mess with that. Make it happen. All right, Dave. Up next, the Las Vegas Raiders. They went ten and seven last year, and they got into the playoffs. They left the playoffs early, so they went out of their way to try to make sure they get a longer playoff run this year. Yeah, they sure did, and obviously. Uh, Derek Carr here, very excited. But let's start it off with the the new head coach, new regime there. Uh, McDaniel's second go at it. Let's see if he can do a better job as he comes uh, now here to the Raiders to uh, lead this team. Devontae Adams, though, is the huge acquisition in this offseason to join up with Derek Carr, their college buddies there. Um, 
it just seems like this is going to be an impossible offense to guard with Darren Waller uh, and uh, Renfro uh, running routes. Just let every type out there, like you, you know, whatever you can try and do, they've got something to answer it. Uh, they want to run the football with Josh Jacobs. They bring in Zamir White in the draft. is another big, strong back. Um, this is going to be a fun team to watch, man. Yeah, and on the defensive side of the ball, kind of Max Crosby's coming out party last year. He's one of the best in the league at getting pressure on the quarterback. So they bring in Chandler Jones, dude. That's going to be a sick one-two punch that the quarterbacks need to watch out for. Damn right. All right, up next, the Kansas City Chiefs. They went 12-5. of They did win the West. And um, they lost one of their most dynamic playmakers from their offense. But uh, it doesn't feel like the sky is falling there in Kansas City at all. No, it does not in any way, shape, or form. They've obviously got Kelsey. They gave him a little pay raise there to make him happy. Um, but bringing in a lot of uh, guys to try and replace the Cheetah as Tyreek uh, departs, it's Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquise Valdez-Scantling uh, coming in, and also in the draft, uh, Sky Moore, a guy that they have uh, high hopes for uh, contributing early on. They did also... On the defensive side, do a lot in the draft as well. They, they got a haul back for the for the trade of, of uh, Tyreek, and and in they get uh, Trent McDuffie, corner out of Washington, who looks really really good. He's going to just drop in there as well as George Karlaftis, um, the edge rusher. So they've really um, redone their de- their defense a little bit, and then of course they remade their offensive line last year, and a lot of it rides on. Orlando Brown Jr. We'll see if they can get him uh, gruntled because currently he is not too happy about his contract. Yeah, 130 uh, million wasn't enough for him. And Creed wow. Humphrey, the second round draft pick last year, he's on his way to being an all pro. So, um, yeah. yeah, as long as they have um, our guy there at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, are good, be pretty good. Also, dude, Ronald Jones coming over from the Bucks wanted to see more carries last year. He was kind of in the doghouse there too in Tampa. So um, expect him to take some of those hits. Uh, so the little guy, um, Clyde doesn't have to get pounded so much. <laughs> right. All right. Well, speaking of keep pounding, we're going to move it over to the NFC South and start with the Carolina Panthers. They finished five and 12 last year. And uh, so now they, uh, they went out and got themselves another quarterback as well. Couple. Yeah, they seem to do this this every offseason, <laughs> but Matt Rule uh, doing everything he can to try and find the right quarterback. They had Darnold there last year. He underperformed. That is what motivated them to acquire Baker, Baker Mayfield. They're now splitting snaps uh, or first string reps in camp to see who emerges. Uh, Darnold does have an advantage in that he's known the offense, uh, but they obviously did, weren't thrilled with him, so that's why they bring Baker in. Um, this team... Uh, you know, it's going to depend a lot on can um, McCaffrey stay healthy or not, because when yeah. he was healthy early on, uh, they were playing excellent football to start the season last year. Uh, he went down and they went down with him and um, they're going to need a healthy uh, running back in McCaffrey there to make this whole thing work. DJ Moore, the wide receiver, sneaky, getting real, real, real good. So we'll see what he can do this year. Yeah, and hopefully J.C. Horn comes back from that injury last year and can pick it up where he left off. It was pretty exciting before um, he went down. Yeah. All right, up next, Dave, keeping in the South, the Atlanta Falcons, they finished the season 7-10 and 10 last year. They have a new quarterback. Yeah, and getting rid of uh, longtime Matt Ryan was a, you know, was a difficult maneuver to make there, but they did it. They had to, basically, after they courted Deshaun and 
and really kind of spoiled that relationship. But it's Marcus Mariota's opportunity now. Uh, this guy is second overall pick from a handful of years ago. Couldn't really stay healthy. Wasn't consistent. But this is another chance. Though. Can he stay healthy in this offense and get it done? Um, there are there are weapons to work with, uh, including the wide receiver Drake London, uh, early draft pick there. Uh, so, and then if everything goes haywire, they did get Desmond Ritter. So at some point, if the season goes south, then they're going to get Desmond out on the field and see what they got in that guy. Yeah, and Kyle Pitts in his second year. Hopefully Ooh. him and Mariota can really get it going uh, leading up to the season. And Dave, Cordero Patterson's kind of been floating around the league for about 10 years. The Falcons found a way to use him last year, yeah. see if they can build on that. And they brought over Damian Williams in that backfield too. Kind of a nice one-two punch, different skill set there. But uh, they got some beef to help it out. So, But this is a team, obviously, that um, is going to need a lot of work and is probably not sniffing the playoffs. Yeah. All right, up next, New Orleans Saints, 9-8, and eight, getting a healthy Jameis back in the mix. Yeah, and that's going to be crucial as they were playing pretty well with Jameis as the guy uh, last year before he got hurt. So hopefully he's good to go and he can really pick up his career. You know, they got still... a tummy ache from eating all those dubs. <laughs> well, and they do lose, obviously, Sean Payton. So let's not uh, forget the in- impact there. But they do retain uh, Pete Carmichael and... Um, Dennis Allen is now the head coach there, and he's he's put a really, really strong defense out on the field the last handful of seasons for the Saints squad. They bring in in the draft on the offensive side to beef things up. Chris Olave, which it seems like they traded way too many picks for. Go ahead and look at that. I think it was maybe four or five picks in all uh, that they traded for him. So he better be awesome. And they brought in Trevor Penning uh, to play tackle uh, there. And let's see if those two picks uh, pan out. Um, so, cause they did lose to Ron Armstead in this, uh, off season as well. Yeah. And almost another draft pick getting this guy back, Michael Thomas, who was leading the league in receptions before he went down with the injury. So it'll be interesting to see if he can pick it back up. And then Alvin Kamara, I'm not sure how many games this guy's going to be suspended for. Um, a huge part of that offense. Hopefully Mark Ingram can hold it down until they get Kamara back. Oof. All right. Up next, Dave, keeping it in the South. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going there, did you? No. Tampa Bay Bucks, <laughs> they finished 13-4 and four and just like one Cooper Cup bomb away from uh, maybe uh, making the NFC Championship and a Super Bowl. But uh, you got TB12 back there, and uh, that's going to be a, 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 that's a nice security blanket when they thought they were losing this guy. Yeah, and let's start off with the fact that uh, we no longer have uh, the old head coach, um, no risk it, no biscuit. It's Todd Bowles now, defensive-oriented head coach, uh, taking over. But uh, he's been there, so not really a big uh, change up there. Uh, unfortunately, the interior of the offensive line is a little banged up, and that could be crucial because Tom Brady does not like that uh, interior pressure. They have a ton of weapons around him with Godwin. Russell Gage comes in. They just brought in Julio Jones. Uh, they just signed a guy out of the USFL. That was one of their more productive tight ends there, Bug Howard. So they've got a crap load of targets for him. Um, but again, you know, it'll, it'll, they'll need to protect Tom Brady and make sure they keep him upright. And this team is obviously going to be threatening to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, Leonard Fournette uh, looking a little boom-boom out there. Plenty of them. Yeah, there's plenty there. We mentioned Ronald Jones is gone. 
Gronk is gone. Uh, you mentioned Ryan Jensen goes down. So a lot of moving parts here. Yeah. They just have to, you know, protect Tom Brady there. Defense, maybe best linebacking core in football. So uh, they'll be in the mix if you keep uh, 12 upright. So um, lots to be excited for still for the, the Bucks there. All right, Dave, let's move it up north to the north and start with the Detroit Lions 3-13 and last year. Yep, and another situation where you got to take a first look at the head coach. Dan Campbell does have this team buying in to the whole yeah. the whole nutty stuff. It started off sounded like silly stuff at first, but the guys really do respond to him. So he's a player's uh, coach. Uh, it's all about golf, though. Will golf mm-hmm. Uh, be the guy? Will he? Will they be in the in the you know market for a quarterback ASAP? We'll see. Goff is a former uh, Super Bowl uh, playing quarterback and a very very you know high high draft pick there. So um, we'll see if they can get him to you know play right. But I love their draft. Aiden Hutchinson falls to them, yeah. and that's a Detroit guy uh, playing for Detroit. That's a local hero there. And then I loved when they went back up and got Jamison Williams. This team isn't going to win the Super Bowl this year. Jamison may or may not be ready. That doesn't matter. They've got him for the, you know, the 10 years is what they're looking at, you know, and he's going to be a big part of this offense moving forward. It's going to be fun to see if he can get on the field, what he can do in his rookie season. Yeah, dude, and Amon Ross St. Brown may be one of the most prolific receivers down the stretch. Like, mm-hmm. last month of the season, you could not touch this guy. They bring over the free agent, DJ Shark, from Jacksonville. And DeAndre Swift, man, this guy's got to figure out how to stay on the field. Very dynamic playmaker in the backfield for these lines. But you're right, Dan Campbell's got them moving in the right direction. Yep. All right, Dave, up next, we got the Chicago Bears. They went 6-11 and last year, and... um. I feel like it's going to be a long year for these guys to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they've done enough on the offensive line to make it easier on Justin Fields. And this is really all about Justin Fields in his second year developing. He was running a lot last year, um, and he had to sort of, if he didn't get his first read, he was out of there. And it was part because, you know, he was learning a- and to play quarterback in the NFL, but it's also because they just weren't giving him enough protection back there I'm not sure what Montgomery's got left in the tank, um, but they do have options there at running back. Khalil Herbert had some really nice performances last year. Uh, they got a mix at wide receiver, some young guys, some older guys, some guys that have a lot of upside and potential, but not a lot of proven commodities. Yeah, and uh, there's a couple really good teams in this division, and a oh, yeah. team that I'm kind of high on is these Minnesota Vikings. They finished 8-9 and nine last year. Let a couple games slip away, but uh, I, I think they're going to be much improved. Yeah, and it's, it's it's the biggest thing here is the the they're moving on from Zim. Zimmer's gone, and it's Kevin O'Connell. Uh, he's a fast-rising coach. Uh, he was a quarterback for the Patriots initially, but then he's been working um, on the Rams offensive staff. He's a he was a like a fast-moving, uh, you know, ascending guy, and he's an offensive guy, and he's got this team moving more towards the pass first offense and everybody is stoked on that especially Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen this is a strong receiving group uh, without a doubt and the running back um, is great out of the backfield as well Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, receiving the football out of the backfield so if these guys stay healthy um, this is going to be an offense to be reckoned with 
Yeah, especially if Irv Smith, the tight end, can stay healthy. This guy was uh, awesome at Alabama, a little banged up last year. They expect big things out of him. And, Dave, how do you get better? You take from the team in your division. Went out and got Zadarius Smith, added him to the mix, but he took him from those Green Bay Packers. And you always love that as a Minnesota guy. Not that I'm a Minnesota guy. I don't want to get it blurred here. I just think (laughs) it's a good team. Nice. All right, Dave, up next, speaking of those Packers, we got the Green Bay Packers. 13 and four last year, number one seed in the NFC, fell apart uh, in the divisional round and crumbled. But uh, Nick Cage is back, dude. I don't know if you saw him from his Con Air uh, <laughs> intro into a uh, uh, training camp there, but you're going to be okay with 12. Yeah, obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers coming off back-to-back MVP seasons. A lot of that, though, was his favorite, favorite target, who's no longer there, Devontae Adams. Um, So as well, they've also lost um, MVS uh, Valdez Scantling. So it's falling on Alan Lazard as their top guide. Sammy Watkins uh, is also there, but he comes off a really lousy season really last year with the with the Ravens and he also has had a hard time staying healthy we'll see if there's enough weaponry out there uh, instead when with all the picks they got um, back from uh, trading Devante they drafted defense in the first round with Quay Rocker <laughs> linebacker and Devante Wyatt coming on board there which is great because they they you know <laughs> they need defense, but I mean uh, the the receiver they br- did bring in Christian Watson is uh, an exciting prospect. So we'll see you know see how quickly he can get up to speed. Yeah, and that, that one-two punch in the backfield, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, man, that's a great backfield. I am a little worried up front though. David Bakhtiari's already missing time with the injury. He missed a bunch of games last year. So um, we'll see how it happens. And in the back end, dude, I love Jair Alexander, strong secondary. Um, These Packers need to get to running the ball and playing a little more defense. And that should help those guys out. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and move it out east. The NFC East started with the New York Giants, dude. They were four and 13 last year, but I hate to say this, but I feel like they are moving in the right direction. Yeah, and it starts with Brian Dayball, uh, what he was able to do, uh, or in part able to do with Josh Allen over the last handful of years, bringing him along, is what they're looking for him to do here and see if Daniel Jones is in fact their guy. Um, They do have Tyrod Taylor and Davis Webb behind him, so if Daniel Jones can't stay healthy or can't get it done, um, they are going to move on somewhere else. Dayball is going to try and get that quarterback position uh, to be a productive one. They also would love to have uh, more productivity and consistency out of the running back, Saquon Barkley. You know, you drafted him in this with the second overall pick and he's gone through injuries. And it's like, it's kind of almost his career has been wasted being on a team that doesn't have that much going on around him. But on defense, I liked the acquisition of Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. If he can play like he played in flashes, uh, he is an absolute uh, monster disruptor. And also uh, offensive tackle Evan Neal should be a plug-and-play starter. Yeah, I got a top five pick uh, with offensive tackles the last couple of drafts there. And you yeah. mentioned Saquon staying healthy. If this receiving core can stay healthy, Galladay, Shepard, and Kadarius Tony, this could be a pretty dynamic offense, man. Like I said, I feel like these cats are moving in the right direction, which doesn't make me too happy. <laughs> All right, up next, Dave, the Washington FTs. Oh, wait, no, the Washington Commandos. 
Commanders, got the Commandos. Casey. Oh, Commanders. They finished seven and ten last year. Yeah. And hey, just like so many of these teams in this this offseason, there's quarterback transition here. So they're bringing in Carson Wentz um, to si- try and see if they can get it done. They still have uh, Taylor Heineke, who played well for them. And they also brought um, brought in Sam Howell through the draft. So they're looking for uh, change it up there at quarterback and uh, see what they can do there. Also through the draft, Jahan Dotson, uh, wide receiver, I thought it was a pretty exciting yeah. uh, player there. Um, so they have a, a really strong running back in Gibson, an awesome receiver that's nice and well-paid in Terry McLaurin now. Um, and on the defensive side, that front is is really, really monstrous. So this could be a one of those kind of like sneaky, really good contenders. Yeah, dude, Curtis Samuel didn't really get involved last year coming back from the injury. If he's healthy this year, he could be a nice one-two punch with Scary Terry there. Logan Thomas had a real nice rapport with Heineke. Hopefully when he gets back healthy, him and uh, Wentz can pick that up. And you mentioned that defense, dude. All those first-rounders, they got to start playing like it. Unfortunately, Chase Young starting on the pup list. Not sure when we're going to see him, but uh, there's plenty of other first-rounders there to take up a space until he gets back. Up next, Dave, the Philadelphia Eagles, nine and eight. Dave, we got a dream team here. <laughs> Super Bowl champs. Really? We, well, we will see. I I love their um their push, sort of pushing their chips in the table um for uh the trade to get AJ Brown here. That's a proven commodity. He's also like twenty four years old, so he's got tons of upside. They just they were willing to pay. Uh, what the Titans weren't willing to pay. And so they get another weapon for Jalen Hurts. They need answers on out of Jalen Hurts. They ran the ball exceptionally well last year, especially when um, Jalen started really putting his legs into the into the whole offense, really. Um, it, we need to see more development out of his pocket game, uh, you know, and see if him just throwing the ball down the field. But Sanders, an, uh, a really, really, you know, solid, if not explosive, running back. And... Um, you know, drafting Jordan Davis, the big, big body guy uh, to help beef up that defense around and a sneaky good draft. He slipped so far. Nicobe Dean uh, don't know if there's like something wrong with him, but they got him, I think, in the third round. So uh, if he can play like he did it at at Georgia, that's going to be an absolute steal. Yeah. Jordan Davis up front with Fletcher Cox and Hargrave, man, that is a serious <laughs> Serious defensive line there, man. So uh, I do think Philly's got it going. We'll find out what's up with Jalen Hurts. And if he can't make it this year, Philly's got a bunch of draft picks in next year's draft as well. Yeah, that's the backup plan. Uh, they can they can acquire another quarterback. They can be in that mix for next year's draft um, if, if it doesn't go well uh, with Jalen Hurts this year. All right, up next, Dave, my Dallas Cowboys finished at 12-5. and five. Got booted from the playoffs a little too early last year, um, but a few changes on these uh, this Cowboys roster. Yeah, and I'm going to go light and I'll let you uh, work your magic here, Casey, since this is your squad. But, I mean, it's, it's going to come down to, once again, uh, can Dak Prescott lead these guys? Can... Can Zeke come back and be the Zeke that we thought he that he, that he was the best running back in the league? And this offensive line, which was the best offensive line in football, where are we now with them? Yeah, dude, it's got a whole new look there. I mean, um, Tyron Smith and Zach Martin 
are not only the two oldest guys on the line, they're the two longest tenured um, guys on the team there. Tyler Biotis, uh looking to still improve there. They There was talk about getting Linderbaum from Iowa, but they didn't go that direction. They went and got Tyler Smith. And this guy, dude, I just saw a picture of him yesterday. He's looking lean, almost too lean for an offensive lineman. But the mm. word is this guy is strong, strong, strong. He's going to hopefully get plugged in there at the left guard that uh, Connor Williams, who went to Miami, just wasn't able to get done. And Terrence Steele taking over for Lyle Collins there at right tackle. So they're hopefully they figured they've addressed the needs on that offensive line. Ezekiel hurt his knee after the fourth week last year, um, but everybody's clamoring for a, a bigger split between him and Tony Pollard. They're expecting to get Pollard more involved in the pass game there. And a Rico Dowdle, dude, this guy got hurt in training camp last year. Um, he's back, and I think he could be a, a nice uh, a third running back in the mix. Michael Gallup's going to start the season on the pup. He's definitely going to miss week one. CeeDee Lamb, how far, far this guy's fallen. This guy was a top 16 draft pick. Everybody's like, can he be a number one? Dude, he had like yeah. 80 catches and eight touchdowns and 1,000 yards last year. That's pretty good. I think you he know, was so. the number one last year. Yeah, so I don't know why everybody's sweating him, but they brought over James Washington from Pittsburgh. They drafted Jalen Tolbert in the third round. So they're also expecting big things out of T.J. Vasher. The guys put on a little weight there on the defensive side of the ball. Last year, Micah Parsons kind of came out of nowhere. Um, rookie defensive player of the year. Van Der Esch seemed to have like a rejuvenation last year. Trevon Diggs wants to build off of that 11 interception season last year. But they need Kelvin Joseph, the second rounder from last year, to really step up. Um, defense was great last year. They retained Dan Quinn. They retained Mike McCarthy. So um, there are some losses there. But uh, Dallas is hoping it, it's addition by subtraction. For those losses, big expectations in Big D. Yep, no question about that. That's every year, though. But all right, let's move <laughs> it out west, dude. Uh, <clears throat> Seattle Seahawks seven and ten, and bro, I feel sorry for my twelves out there. If you thought last year was tough to watch, Ugh. yeah, obviously the big news here um, is the trading of Russell Wilson. They now have a quarterback battle between Geno Smith, the incumbent, and inspiring. Drew <laughs> True luck, the new guy. Unless things change between now and the beginning of the season, which they could, um, we're looking at, in all likelihood, Drew Locke uh, starting for these guys. Um, it, it's going to be a run-first team. That's what uh, that's what Coach always has uh, wanted. They brought in Kenneth Walker the third in the draft. I think he's one of the top rookie running backs, yeah. and you can generally plug-and-play rookies. Rashad Penny, towards the end of last season, showed why they picked him in the first round uh, a couple of years back, but he can't stay healthy. He's a phenomenal back when he is. Um, they luckily just took care of business with DK Metcalf. So whoever throws the football is going to have Lockett and Metcalf uh, to, to, to toss it to. And we'll see if that's going to be enough combined, like I said, with hopefully a strong running game. Yeah, they got uh, Noah Fant coming over from Denver, too, in that lock yeah. deal. So that's a nice security blanket uh, for whoever ends up being the guy there at quarterback. And this defense needs a lot of work, too. They sent those draft picks on Jamal Adams, who has a broken finger, supposedly going to be back um, for week one. But uh, I'm not sure they're getting that ROI that they hoped for Oof, in that trade. Not, not yet. That's for sure. All right, Dave. Up next, San Francisco 49ers, 10-7 and seven last year. Playoff team, one dropped interception away from possibly going to the Super Bowl. So what do you do? Yeah, run your quarterback. 
Yeah, get him out of town, Casey. We're moving it on to the guy we traded three number ones for. Um, So it's Trey Lance's squad. That's overwhelmingly clear. We don't know what's going to be the result. His athleticism, his ceiling uh, is very, very high, but the floor is also low. So we didn't get a lot last year to give us a ton of – a ton of, you know, assurances that he's yeah. really going to do it. Uh, running back, um, they, they've got Jeff Wilson Jr. coming back. They've got uh, Elijah Mitchell, who emerged out of nowhere last year. It seems like they can plug anybody into Shanahan's system and get great productivity um, running the football there. Obviously, they got to take care of Debo. Um, and, you know, him and Ayuk, the young guy, and Jennings, it's a really awesome th- uh, a squad at wide receiver, but Debo's got to get his money. Otherwise, he's not going to be happy, Case. He's going to be gruntled. Of course, you can always count on Kittle. He's getting yeah. the money, though, already. And Trent yeah, well, Williams on the offensive healthy. line. Let's oh, just throw that out there. The beast. beast. Yeah, dude, and the defense is uh, really strong on the other side there, too. Obviously, Nick Bosa, Kinlaw, they want to see more out of him. Armstead's a stud. Greenlaw, dude, it goes on and on, but heartbeat of this defense, dude, Fred Warner. All right, big expectations and a lot for uh, on Trey's shoulder. Trey, what are you doing here? <laughs> All right, up next, the Arizona Cardinals, 11-6, and six, Dave. In the first half of the season, it looked like these guys were going straight to the Super Bowl. They held on to make it to the playoffs, but it kind of all fell apart about midway last season. Yeah, I think it's two seasons in a row that they were just absolutely crushing it for the first half of the season. And then ultimately really fizzled out and the playoff performance was disastrous uh, in last year's playoffs, but they uh, reward Kyler Murray with a huge contract to $230 million over five years. Um, and they bring in Marquise Brown uh, in a trade, a first rounder. I don't know if that's a great value there, but he's uh, those guys work together in college. So they're hoping that chemistry is still there. They lose, um, uh, Hopkins for the first six games. So they're going to have to weather the storm there, but that's when they're normally hitting on all cylinders. Anyways, I love that. They brought back James Conner. Uh, he was incredibly over like way over the top, more productive than I thought he would be in that offense. Um, and he scores a ton of touchdowns for them. So we'll see on the defensive side. Does JJ want have anything left in the tank? Yeah, we're going to find out there. And um, Zayvon Collins are really high on. Dude, a couple years ago, Isaiah Simmons looked like he was really just going to emerge in the league. He's got to get this Vance Joseph defense going there. Lots of pieces here. And in the back end, Buda Baker, man. So um, it was it was going great for Arizona. They just got banged up. Kyler, like you said, with the fat um, new contract, man. Hopefully uh, he can pick up, do a little film study, and then, uh, you know, go on this. <laughs> I think the Super Bowl is in Arizona this year. Could this be the third straight year we see, you know, the host uh, team in the host city? I don't know. Well, get ahead of ourselves, Dave. But, you know, it's crazy. We're just we're just riffing here, bro. It's a preview show, Casey. (laughs) Everybody's everybody's still alive. Well, let's go ahead and jump over to the team that did win it all last year. Our Los Angeles Rams. They were 12 and five and F all them picks, Dave. I don't know how they do it, but they just seem to reload and <laughs> add all-star players everywhere. Yeah, you wonder if at any point in time they're going to suddenly look and the cupboard is bare. But that's not happening right now. That's for sure. The trade for Matthew Stafford was genius last year. Um, no doubt gave up a lot to get him. But when you win the Super Bowl, 
there that's what you get that's what you want they gave a lot uh, a second and a third to bring in von miller but they won the super bowl you know and they were able to somehow in this offseason pay um all of their stars cooper cup gets his money um and uh aaron donald gets his money so i mean these guys seem to work cap magic and they draft exceptionally well on the back end of that draft so they have a lot of uh, expensive players but they also have a lot of working class players too. So um, let's see if they can repeat it. They're certainly going to have a lot of weaponry to do that uh, on on this football team. And no doubt um, they're going to be one of the favorites. Yeah, dude, Cam Akers, they were expecting huge things out of him last year. He got hurt. If he comes in healthy, this guy's going to be awesome out of the backfield. And Dave, Allen Robinson freed from the Chicago Hoosgow, dude. This guy is going to jump right in. Uh, tremendous fantasy value for him. And uh, in my mind, I think he's going to be great moving forward. And then they get Bobby Wagner, too, taking him from the hated Seahawks, adding that veteran leadership. I don't know if he's as dynamic as um, our guy was that Von Miller that went over to Buffalo. But Bobby Wagner is a guy that's going to galvanize that defense. So um, the needle is definitely pointed up for these Rams. Uh, Whitworth, not on the offensive line, though. Um, yeah. They're going to have to have someone step up and cover for him. But uh, whew, Rams well, that'll have be Joe, all the tools. That'll be note, Boom Casey, and he's been on that team. He's He's been productive. So I don't think that they're thinking that that's a huge hole at this point in time. We'll find out. Dave, we did it. We banged through all 32, and it didn't even take us a whole day. I'm proud of us. We really were <laughs> economical in our, um, you know, covering of these squads, but I want to let the people out there know that we're also going to bring you the Extronomical Fantasy Preview Show. We're going to let you get dialed in and really help you before you get into all your drafts moving forward. And we want to let the people know there are so many ways to check out the Football Dudes, the Trend Zone, the podcast you're listening to right now, available for free on subscription, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever the hell you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Football Dudes LA. Make sure you tag us across all social media platforms. Or what else can the people do, Dave? Just go on over to footballdudes.com and it's all there for you folks. Sweet. We are so fired up for this season. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. For Dave, I'm Casey. That's going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. We are out of here.